welcome to the RSVP In Conversation With member podcast. RSVP is a member community for the global luxury wedding and party industry. And every week I interview a different member. After half an hour, you'll know them like old friends. Sit back and enjoy. My guest today describes herself thus. I am Maltese through and through, fun, loud, caring, happy, and a sunshine baby. Married for 15 years with two lovely children, Jerome and Anne, and two dogs, Nina and Toby, our gorgeous cavaliers. I'm blessed to still have my parents alive, who supported me since the day I was born. A lover of dance and music, and these form an integral part of my life, happiness and well-being. I love being active and fit, dining out and partying, although this has reduced over the past years since I'm slowly aging gracefully. Spending time with my family is priceless. I always was and will remain very ambitious, and I put my heart and soul into everything I do without jeopardizing my integrity or friendships. Welcome all the way from Malta, Sarah Young. Hi, thank you for having me. So excited. Now, that was quite a short intro, so we're going to ask you a lot of questions about yourself uh, to, okay. to let the audience Shoot. find out. I must say, though, that if you have ever been to an RSVP event that Sarah is at, by the end of the three days, you will definitely have met her and will know her intimately. So this is all for the people who have not been to RSVP who would love to meet Sarah in the future. Anyway, so tell us a bit more about your childhood. I mean, I would love to tell everyone how old you are. However, you know, was it an eventful childhood? What's your first memory? And was it happy, idyllic? Well, I was really lucky because I was the first grandchild from both sides of the family. So I had parents who were teachers, so very strict. But my mother was one out of 10 children and she was number six. So the first five never had children. So I was spoiled rotten by them. So if mommy and daddy didn't give me something, I would find my way around it and get it from my aunts and uncles, you know. So I was really blessed because till my brother came along four years later, I was in heaven. <laughs> four years of being spoiled by everyone. The first one, everyone wants to take me out. So I had an amazing childhood. I can't complain. Very nice memories. I think my first memory would be my aunt's dog because we weren't, we didn't have dogs at home when I was very young, we got them later. And I always loved animals and my aunt did too. So she had this gorgeous dog and I used to play with him all the time. So I think that's my first memory for sure. And this was in Malta, yes? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I was born and bred in Malta. I only went abroad for about four years. No, five mm -hmm. years. One year to Germany after my first degree and I was working there for a year. And then I did my master's in Southampton, the oh, UK, wow. and then lived hey. in London for mm -hmm. about three years. And both your parents are Maltese, your grandparents are Maltese. You've got a long history yes. going back with the island. Yes, but my surname is not Maltese, young, you know. So somewhere along the line, there was an Irish or a British grandpa from uh -huh. Navy, probably, or something along the way. <laughs> but we need to look into that. I need to do the family tree. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, you're, you're obviously a, a wedding planner in Malta. You've been in this industry a while. I think I first met you nearly 20 years ago. That makes us both feel old, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you've been doing it. You're, you're probably the most experienced wedding professional in Malta. And you've you've had your own TV show over there. And um, you're a bit of a media personality. Everyone in this industry is creative. Okay. So do you, do you appreciate art forms, 
what what's your go-to art form is there anyone in particular that you that you love to practice oh i love music but music and then dance so they're a little bit both on my same level of liking but music makes me so if i'm sad there's music that can cheer me up if i need to calm down there's music that can calm me down i think music as an art form is very important for me. I cannot be in a car without a radio. You know, I have my AirPods if I'm walking. Music is very, very important and I love it. And I love a good mix. So mm -hmm. from Nirvana to Madonna to Kylie to Brian Adams to Westlife, you know, <laughs> it's not like just one genre, mm -hmm. you know. It's a mix, you know, Louis Capaldi, Megan Trainor. You're like, what the hell, you know? But depends my mood and classic uh -huh. too. I love uh -huh. classic music. I studied piano as a child, so I have my Larsen, which is really sad. I've never practiced it again. This is my bucket list now. I'm going to start playing piano again. If we put you in front of a piano, would you still be able to play it or would it take you quite a while to sort of get back up to speed? I would need the, the music, the sheet music. Sure. I wouldn't be able to just... I never really had the talent of the ear but i would practice like crazy and do very well but i would need the sheet music but yeah i'm gonna start lessons again this is this is my winter bucket list okay wonderful <laughs> and do you go to gigs to, to bands playing who do you last go and see oh robbie williams just a few days ago That's robbie williams yeah he was amazing really amazing and this is so funny because i saw him in london 23 years ago and then he came to Monza a few days ago, not even a week ago. And I realized so many things changed in 23 years. You know, he he was jumping 23 years ago. Now he was sitting and talking and singing. <laughs> and, and then I thought, so did I age, you know, two children down the line, a business for 22 years, which has taken my life and soul. You know, I really enjoyed it. I went with my best friend and husband and we really had a good time. And he's still a showman, James. He's still a showman. It was very good. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, um, I need to go and see him, actually. He he looks like my brother. Really? Yes, my brother is his double. So, so um, it's, it's really quite, yeah. And yes. he's quite handsome. But he lost well, well, a lot of weight. Oh, has he? Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah. my brother hasn't done that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to this so it's fine i can say whatever the hell i want okay. so it's, fine. it's okay it's okay so your special talent then could be piano or is it something else do you when you when you have a few drinks i mean actually i do remember in san Moritz you dancing quite vigorously with brian uh, with brian and um, i'm amazed that um both of you didn't end up in hospital but anyway yeah uh, <laughs> we just spilled a bit of red wine from someone's glass y yes but, no brian is an amazing dancer so Absolutely. it's great to dance with him so i do love dancing but i think a talent of mine would be i know how to read people so it doesn't take me very long if i have a good conversation or two with somebody i'm very rarely wrong about the okay. person and over the years i've told myself this can't be true stop listening to your instincts this person is lovely but years down the line i was right so now i really believe in my instincts and how to read people because it's that important. is a very useful thing to do especially in this industry because you know if you're using suppliers or you um you have to absolutely trust them 
and also with clients as well. Yeah. So I'll tell you a quick, quick story. I had a set of a couple in front of me at the office for the first time a few years ago. And she was on and on what she wants. And he's like, no, that we don't need, this we don't need. And his phone rang. And he quickly uh, took this phone call. I said, please leave the office, do it in privacy, you know, no problem. And this was like 20 minutes into our meeting. So the bride told me, please stop a second. I told her, you want the world. He must be an accountant because he doesn't want to spend his money. She told me, how do you know? Do you know us? <laughs> I said, no. I said, leave it with me. We'll make him feel decisions are his, but we'll make sure to spend. And it was an amazing wedding in the end. But because I could read the client, yes, so we gave him the input. So I think that's a talent for me, which has made me. Okay, so um, you've been in business for 22 years. Yeah. In, te in 10 years' time, where do you want to be, both professionally and personally? Let's just go down both tracks. Yeah. Okay, so professionally, I would like to take a step back, and I'm working towards that. I have an amazing team, and I'm investing a lot in my lovely ladies at the office so i can take a step back not retire i think i will kill somebody if i retire so i don't think that's <laughs> healthy um but take a step back and let them do more of the work and i can consult with the clients and stuff and personally be free to travel more and do what i like i think my kids by then will be 25 and 23 so i will be more independent you know they'll be living their lives so that's 10 years from now. God bless if it happens. You mentioned traveling. Okay. So, and that is a trait which everybody in this industry does. Well, our our profession takes us to far from places of the world, but also you have to really love it. So uh, is there anywhere where you want to go or have been who we could go again? Or if you could name anywhere in the world just to go to where would it be if i still need to go to it would be iceland and Eva and Berna are very welcoming so i'm waiting to visit them i have to plan this i'm gonna make you very jealous i'm going there next week Yo, no no <laughs> yes. ryan and edgar just went i'm so jealous so jealous but they've been inviting me my lovely ladies yes, and I just have to plan it well because I think the children would have an amazing experience and they're, you know. they want to join as well. So we need to plan a family holiday with that. But there are so many places. I traveled a lot, James. In my university years, one year I went to 16 different countries. Wow. I used to use all my money on travel. But there is still probably half the world I haven't seen properly. So the sky is the limit. It's so funny because I am a Starwood, a Marriott now, a points, you know, scheme holder. And everyone, tell, they keep emailing me, please use some of your points. You've got, you know, so many. I'm like, no, that's my retirement plan. I'm going to stay for free in these hotels when I retire. So that's my plan, you know. Nobody can use those points. They're mine. <laughs> I'm the same with Avios. I've got hundreds of thousands of Avios points and... Yeah. So that's the future. Okay. So you'll be traveling to Iceland hopefully very, very soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Do you ever go on holiday? I do. And where would you go on holiday? And are you able to have a holiday without going stir crazy? Not really. When, well, to be honest, when it's your own business, I don't think you're ever on holiday till you close the business. Once you open your own business, there's never rest for the wicked. But for example, in my during my honeymoon 15 years ago, went to Mauritius. And so we made a pact. I told him, look, if you 
let me do two hours of emails in the morning, which is, you know, they find the work ready when they get into the office, what to do. Then we can relax the rest of the day. So I think my husband and I, who also runs his own business, sort of find the balance. But we always need to do a bit of work, but not every day if you're on holiday, you know, you can sort of balance it. But yes, we do go on holidays. So lately, it's been a lot of Disney, Euro Disney, and uh-huh. before the kids get too old and Gardaland, you know. But now we need to start doing. Well, we're going on holiday to Thailand just before Venice. So are you okay? Okay. Yeah. How old are the kids actually? Jerome is fifteen, uh-huh. and Anne is going to be twelve in a few days' time. But uh-huh. I'm telling you, she acts sixteen, so she's she's not easy. <laughs> uh, I love her to bits. But... So you're going to go to Thailand. Anywhere in particular? Is it, is it Koh Samui beaches or tour of the temples or what? I'm off to Istanbul first for mm-hmm. Melton's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. event and then to Thailand and then to Venice because it's our 15th anniversary where we're in Venice, James. You know, it's not often these days that you're married for 15 years. <laughs> we should raise a toast and, and bring out the cake, I think. Oh my God. <laughs> How embarrassing. Yes, yeah. No, so, it's okay. Actually, there's only about three days in between Meltem's things finishing and then Venice. So it's a quick, very quick yeah. trip to Thailand, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. It's a very quick trip to Thailand. And you're, <laughs> you're speaking in Venice, which is wonderful. You've um, you've spoken at our event before and we're looking forward to uh, round two. I'm on a panel this time. Yes, yes. Well, we, we like to, to change things up and vary things around, so... Uh, if we had you on the stage every day, people would get, oh, you, know, no. you, you know, you would um, you would want to kill us because we'd be working you far too hard, far too hard. Yes. Anyway. So, okay. Food. And, and Maltese like their food. Rabbits is, is a big thing in Malta, isn't it? Yes. I don't yes. like rabbits. Oh, oh, I feel well. sorry for them. I had a pet rabbit when I was young, so I'm not a fan of that. But, and it's, it is our national dish, but we have better food anyway. So... What is your favorite food? So I love Italian food, but I think I cheat a bit with that because our food in Malta is very similar to Italy. Mm-hmm. So I think deep down, I really like my country's food. But obviously, you say Italian food because you think pizza, pasta, olive oil, you know, these everything fresh and your nice meat just grilled or fish just grilled, you know. So that's really what we eat in Malta, which is mm-hmm. very similar to Italy. So that would be my favorite food. I'm very happy eating what I eat, you know. Mm-hmm. I do okay. like Thai food as well, but that's a, like a one-off, you know. Sure. A, a difference. So in your house, you have a bar, okay? And behind that bar is every single drink you could ever possibly order, alcoholic or non-alcoholic. And there's a very, and the most amazing barman is there. What, you got to the barman, what do you order? What's your go-to drink of choice? I always order the same thing, which is a skinny bitch with gin. So that means sparkling water because uh-huh. it's the least fattening. So not yes. soda and not tonic. They're full of sugar. So uh-huh. sparkling water, a good gin because I can taste the different gins. Uh-huh. So I want a good brand and lemon squeeze and uh-huh. maybe a piece of cucumber or rosemary. But that's it. Easy. Okay. But okay. there's a trick to that, James. Every shot of alcohol I take, I have a glass of water with it. So you're not getting too plastered, too Very quickly. wise, very wise, <laughs> very wise. And that's called a skinny bitch. I've never heard of that before. So is that your own name? I don't know. Well, I started saying the skinny bitch, but I think they used to refer to that with vodka years ago. But I've always drank gin. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. 
So you're having a dinner party at home and it's a very big table. You can have as many people as you want. So you've got the best Italian food there, not just pizza and pasta, but with all the grilled meats and, the, and, the, and everything else. And you've got skinny bitches coming constantly to all the guests, to you. What, who is around the table, anybody alive or dead? Who is your dream dinner party? Who are the best conversationalists you think that would be there? Okay, so my Maltese friends over the years have got less and less because, uh, I don't know, I think the older you get, you remain close to very few people. And my best friend from childhood, from school, we're still very close. So I would have her there for sure. <laughs> if it's a mixture of people that have my parents, I love spending time with my parents because I'm so busy. So any chance I can have lunch or dinner with them, it's very important. My aunt passed away a few years ago now, and she was like a mother to me quite a few years ago, about 20 something. But I would have her there if I can get her back. She would be definitely at the head of the table for mm -hmm. me. And then my friends, you know, James, over the past five years, I am closer to people who live abroad than people who live in Malta. You know, I'm so close to Edgar, for example, Brian, and then there's Chiara and the girls in Iceland and Monica. You know, they've become like my second family. And I think I'd want them all to be there. Maybe exactly. you can join James as oh, well, because you, you tend oh, to you. come along when we're all meeting, <laughs> no? You're part of the clan now. I happen to be in the room. That's all, yes, yeah. from that point well, of there's, view. But... You know, so many things. We, it's, we're blessed because we meet for birthdays sometimes. So we have become really good friends, most okay. of us, you know. Pefez and Hella and so many. And Freya, I can't forget Freya, of course. And Melta. You know what I mean? So I'll have this long list and we're all there. And it will be a good night, I can oh, assure it, you. It will be a very good night. <laughs> and, and in Venice and, and in Turkey... In November, it'll every night will be a good night with with that lot there. Definitely, I yes, can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah, away for be ten good. days or twelve, so it's <laughs> going to be a nice relaxation. All the big weddings will be over of this year. So, so your husband and your children are coming to Venice as well, are they? Not there? my children. Okay. No, just okay. my husband is coming because it's our fifteenth anniversary. You know, mm -hmm. it's yeah. a little bit sad to leave him back home on your fifteenth anniversary. I so. suppose so. It would be yes. And to be honest, <laughs> James, Venice is our go-to European city. When we need to get away, just the two of us, we'll go mm -hmm. two, three days to Venice. So we love it. So when I said, listen, there's RSVP, I have to go, I want to go, will you tag along? And he's fine during the day. He'll be with Max, probably Monica's husband, they're very good friends. And then we just meet in the evenings, no? In, yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah, great. It's fitting nicely, perfectly. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> okay. Now, what irritates you? What would you like to just get rid of? Take out to the world if you if you could. Well, if I had the superpower, so you know, James, I'm fixated with the supernatural. In another life, I should have been a good witch or a good vampire. I am fixated. <laughs> so if I had these superpowers, okay, I would get rid of anyone who harms animals and children and battered women. This these are my three go-to places. I know a lot of people say, yeah, of course. No, I'm really passionate about them. You know, I've had incidents when I nearly got into trouble because I protected the animal more than the human, you okay. know? <laughs> so, and the children as well, having children, I think they're so vulnerable. So ruining them at early ages ruins their life. <laughs> so 
and battered women, oh, I'm constantly working for that because I really believe it's important, you know, to give women the, the protection they need if they don't have it. So these three things are very big for me. Mm-hmm. And I would do anything to, um, to protect them if I had the power to. But, you know, in a normal everyday life, what irritates me is someone who's blah, 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 but says nothing decent, you know, who's really empty space. I have no patience. Verbal diarrhea, we call it. And because I've done this and this and that, and you actually know they haven't. And you're like, they're going, oh, okay, I have to hear this again and again. So these people in my old age, James, are really irritating me. I can't take it. I pick the people I want to spend time with because I'm very worried I'll say something bad to the ones who irritate me. And I think that, well, the good thing about, well, the group that you mentioned before and and in general, the people do, that do come to RSVP, it's, it isn't people that, that are like that. So we're very, very blessed and it's, and I'd love to have said, oh yes, I've engineered it that way, but it's just happened naturally and, and, yeah. and that's good. There isn't that many big, big e- egotistical no. people in the room Lovely. who just want to just spout about themselves. <laughs> so that's, that's good. So, so th- those are the people that you put into room 101. Okay. Wonderful. And, and okay. We're going to go on to naughty, embarrassing things now. Now, and has anything you've done in your life that you really, that was just so embarrassing, you wanted just the, the ground to open up and you fell into it? Or did something happen at an event which was, that was just outside of your control? I mean, I just had Melton doing another, and, and she had some chairs delivered that weren't dry. Uh, they'd just been painted and so paint got on the dresses of everybody uh but she sorted it out so yes i know but is is there something that happened with you in your events that you sort that that was oh my god i'm oh terrible but you sorted the whole thing out a, f- a funny story well once uh, a few years ago now actually just before covid i think it was we had a very big vip wedding and the chairs were ordered on purpose from abroad for this event and they arrived the day before the event, but they still uh-huh. had to be cleared by customs. So the event started at five and at four, the huge trailer arrives with these chairs, but it's not just taking out a chair and putting it in. They were boxed with the packing. So you can imagine. How many chairs again? 300. It was crazy. We were all the cleaners, the workmen, <laughs> everybody opening chairs and putting them in place. And getting rid of the packaging was the biggest issue, plus the trailer outside. But I think we made it with like five minutes to spare or something. But believe me, my heart, that was one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, I made it, but I've aged another 10 years, you know. But... Uh, well, in our industry, we always have challenges, James. You know, weather in Malta is beautiful, but then you can get a really windy day or a bad day and all your plans have to move to plan B. <laughs> Those are the biggest challenges. We anything embarrassing? Anything, you must have lots of funny stories. Anything embarrassing? Well, I mean, I did fall a couple of times. Once I pulled the groom with me and I had my legs wide open because I <laughs> fell in and... <laughs> Oh my God, and not to fall, I pulled the groom and then the best man tried to keep the groom and they were both on me in the middle of the wet. <laughs> oh my God. I, and I couldn't get up fast because they fell on me. So, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. And then I had all my staff and the photographers laughing their heads off. 
But I overcame that. That was early days. But yeah, we always have a few embarrassing, you know, moments. Um, but I think that's the one that comes to mind first, you know, mm-hmm. because I just pulled the groom down. Oh. <laughs> Lying on me in this web. Can you remember what the bride's face looked like at the time? Oh, I think she was a bit further off. I don't know. I was so embarrassed. I went straight to the bathroom to get myself cleaned <laughs> up. And they kept mentioning it for months my suppliers you know they never <laughs> let go of it but now they forgot about it thank god it's been a few years i hope this doesn't rehash it okay okay wonderful wonderful we're coming to the end of our discussion now i'm afraid it's been absolutely delightful so thank you sarah young a traveler a thwarted pianist a good vampire witch a bonnie lover someone who was legs akimbo on the dance floor with the groom and a lady who will never retire. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you wish to join RSVP, please go to the website rsvp.club or email me, james at rsvp.club. Our next large event is in Istanbul in April 2024. See you all next week.